Well, hey everybody. It is Wednesday. I'm actually on my way home this time. Um, the 20th, I think, of July. Friday is my birthday, so if you want to uh, send me some gifts, uh, just email me, Mark at Prepper Guy, and I'll give you my address. You know, 223 ammo, 5.56, uh, 40, 45. 380, 22, shotguns, 12 and 20 gauge even, fuck, anything. All right, so, unless you've been in a cave or just uh, on another planet with Elon, um, shit is getting real. And, and it's all fucked up, and Joe Biden, or, well, his handlers, the administration, are trying to choke the life out of our economy, oil production, fucking everything, you know, with this new emergency, um, whatever the fuck it is, climate bill, you know, whatever it's called, he's an idiot. And you know, and then the uh, the other party, because uh, I thought we were at least a two-party system, which you know we should be a five-party system, but we used to be a two-party system. So you have the Republicans are MIA, missing in action. They're sitting in some conference room, back room deals, drinking scotch and smoking cigars and. Do a not fucking squat. Maybe they're POWs. Maybe they've all been, you know, just wrangled into a fucking FEMA camp. Either way, they're useless. So it looks like if you pop your head out of your cave, that America is in the process of total and complete collapse. And most preppers have been, you know, waiting with bated breath for this moment in time. But, but maybe, maybe we weren't. Because, see, you know, amidst all the uh, back the blue and hoopla, you know, why back the blue if they won't back you? And, and I, I'm seeing that more and more, and, and, and I'm not trying to disparage law enforcement, but but yeah, where the fuck were you? You know, when when you know when you kick my door down because I'm doing something in violation of Biden's new green fucking greeny weenie deal. Uh, uh, it'll be you. It'll be a, a police officer. You know, going hey. Sorry, we got to arrest you <laughs> because you can't. You know, you can't be selling raw milk. Trying to, you know, feed your neighbors. You can't be making Parmesan cheese. Did you know you can't make Parmesan, Parmesan cheese in America? I think it's like a, only French can do that or fuck. I so don't care. Maybe they've changed it by then. But you can't do raw milk. So, yeah, back to blue if they back you. 
But the sheriff's departments are collapsing. Law enforcement in general is collapsing. Our military, oh, by the way, uh, uh, House Bill, well, I think it's 4350, is turning over oversight of Congress and the government to the military. See, it was supposed to be the other fucking way around, that oversight was Congress over, overseeing the military. But somehow they got that backwards on purpose. And so everything has become a shit show. And it's really close to just total collapse. I mean, regardless of what business you're in, you know, the East Coast is running out of diesel fuel. Most businesses can't get um, diesel engine oil. Suppliers are like, oh, we can't get that anymore. And DEF, well, that's been on the uh, uh, to run out soon list for quite a for quite a while. So, so my point is, you know, we've talked about end times cottage industries and. And that's kind of, you know, fine. But if they don't arrest you, what else could you do, you know? Because I'm thinking, you know, the old adage is when there's blood on the road, you know, then, you know, invest in land and stuff like that. So everything's falling apart pretty fucking quick. So, we don't manufacture shit in America. And, and like, I bought the Harvest Right freeze dryer. I, I still have another month before it shows up. Hopefully, the fucking world lasts until I get that, at least. But, you know, I've got all the parts to make my still. So, there is that. I can get drunk when I'm pissed off. I can make fuel for small engines, stuff like that. And I could build a bigger still, you know. So, it looks to me like there is a screaming gold mine laying out there for Americans that are industrious. Pretty much, you know, a lot of the older generation. But I was in McDonald's uh, drive up window the other day and I actually had Alex Jones playing on my radio and the girl she must have been maybe 20 maybe you know I'm so fucking old everybody looks like little kids nowadays but um and she you know she hands me my food and she goes oh Alex Jones and I, I was like shocked I was like take it back like you listen to Alex Jones she's like oh hell yeah and so there is hope I guess you know people younger age are listening I, I would think that, you know, there was that one big giant leap between the baby boomers, you know, which would probably be me. I'm almost, you know, I'm 68 Friday, the 22nd. So, and then there was like all these, you know, Generation X and Generation Y, B or whatever the fuck. And, and then I don't even know what these 20 year olds, you know, are, you know, what generation they fall under. But it seems like, you know, like some of my grandkids and stuff that are younger, they're like, oh, fuck this shit. 
Fuck the government. Fuck them telling me what to do and I can't own a gun. So they're seeing the, the negative. But the, the, the generations in between, like my kids and, you know, maybe your kids and stuff in between that baby boomer now, they seem to be kind of the generation that were like, eh, whatever, you know. Everything's fine, Dad. Don't worry about it. And, and they don't realize that, you know, it's not just going to rain. It's a motherfucking hurricane with a few tornadoes dropped in it. And they, and they don't see it. And they don't want to see it. So, you know, I've been talking to some of the younger, you know, grandkids. It's like, you know, get into service industry, you know. Get into, you know, working with your hands and building shit and construction. and Not because you want to be a fucking drywaller, but because when this all falls apart, that's a skill that will be invaluable. So they're kind of catching on. But I'm looking at the manufacturing thing. So I was looking today on, uh, on, on YouTube and, and, and watching some videos and shit. And uh, there was a list, uh, a couple videos I watched on uh, everything. I can't see that. Of like, like the, our coming industrial revolution. Even though they're not thinking of it that way. Because a lot of the... A lot of the industries that are manufacturing things you could you could do, even from home, were kind of internet related horseshit. But when the internet don't fucking work, uh, nobody cares. And even if it does, it's like, you know, when when money gets so tight that you can't drive to work and stuff, then you're not going to be going on vacation and you're not going to be ordering shit online and Amazon and stuff because, well, nobody's going to deliver it. So, like, some of them were like candles. Like, that's actually a, a small industry that you could open and start doing. Now, you'd want to start stocking up on the supplies and stuff you would need, paraffin wax and all that, which would be a good barter item for people that do canning also. And so there's candles, and then with that you need wicks and maybe some coloring, whatever the fuck you want. Some taller pots so you can dip the wax, you know, and get taller candles or whatever so there was that and I don't know how you would make wax I know back in the old days they would use beeswax and stuff like that from bees and stuff but I, I don't I don't know how they made it I'm sure there's a way to make paraffin um, shoes and belts and I'm thinking yeah like a, a shoe repairman you know or a belt guy that can make industrial belts, uh, drive belts for equipment and stuff because, you know, hydraulics might not work. You know, they might not have fluid for that. So you might be, you know, back to the old sawmill like Eustace uses on uh, whatever fucking show that is where he's, you know, bearded fucking looks like a gnome, but he's tall. Anyway, um, you know, he's got that old sawmill and, and that's another industry also, sawmill, you know. So leather goods and, and, and with that would come, you know, having connections with, uh, you know, uh, butchers and ranchers and learning how to tan hides and make good leather. You know, and, 
you that might be so Greek to you that you're like, well, fuck, I don't, I didn't even know leather came from a cowhide. Doesn't mean you can't learn it, because things are going to change. You know, just drastically change. Um, soap. I was watching some videos on making soap. Now they got a lot of cool videos on making all this pretty fucking soap and shit. But what you'd really want to learn, unless you could, you know, get tallow and, and animal fat and all that, which you maybe could if you knew a rancher or something, you get that tallow and, and stuff to make, you know, you know, soap and stuff like that, lye. But you can use ash to create your lye. And, and then you could use, you know, some of the oils that are, you know, horrible, you know, and, or that uh, uh, tallow and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a whole industry, see? Diapers. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. Now, I watched a bunch of videos on how, to, you know, like how they make diapers in a factory with machines that do cool shit. And I guess, you know, if you could find a factory like that that had gone closed because the owners were like fuck it i'm out of here you know you might have to go in and and kick start the machinery and stuff and you know fire up a big generator or get a a, an old tractor that runs like a you know john deere or something with a power takeoff and and hook up a big ass generator to it but i don't think you'd run a really big factory with that but maybe a smaller one but you could you know start making the old diapers and, and do it like a diaper service. Like when my first kid was born, you know, fuck, 40-some years ago. You know, uh, the mother-in-law paid for two months of diaper service. And they would deliver diapers and pick up the shitty ones. The fucking shitty ones. And, uh, you know, they'd go wash them. Almost like those, uh, um, you know, uniform companies and stuff. And that pick up shop towels and and uniforms and all that and then they'd wash them you know and they'd ask you to rinse the, the turds out of it and stuff which you know you'd throw it in some water and rinse it out and then throw it in a bag and they'd go wash them you know seems gross fucked up but people would you know that have babies and and the world is ending and the wife is running around making soap or whatever the fuck their industry is um a diaper service would be a gift from God, you know, drop off, you know, you know, 10 dozen diapers that are just made out of soft cotton, you know, and, you know, it, maybe you could make the diapers or your wife, you could or whatever or you could if you're a girl. I don't mean to be racist, be talking to just the men, but, you know, 70, 80 percent of my audience are men. So not trying to be a dick. And then, you know, then you get a couple of wash machines or or something and, and and set up some kind of washing deal, you know, like they used to do in the old fucking days. And it really wouldn't be that hard. In fact, you could get an old construction, you know, a cement mixer you know, or something like that and, and just put, you know, like a hundred dozen diapers in there and wash them for a while and bleach them and clean them and dry them out and sanitize them or whatever the fuck and, you know, That'd be a, a, a business. People would pay for that shit. Um, food, you know, obviously that's, you know, with the the freeze dryer, I'm thinking food and stuff like that, you know, for you know, mainly, you know, freeze dried food and stuff. 
which will be hard to run if you know because it's an it's a grid up business you know when the grid's down you know it might cost more to run your generator to fire your thing for 48 hours than than the food that's in it's worth it but that doesn't mean you still couldn't do it run it and, and sell it for you know way more money or you know find somebody that's got some you know gas or diesel or propane and you know trade them meals or whatever but eventually that shit runs out you know like everything so you know leather goods a diaper laundry cleaning business you know like in all the westerns they're always the the railroad workers the chinamen and all that that had the laundries and you know so you don't need power for that shit what's this one uh, making jeans you know like Levi Strauss used to do back then without power you know heavy duty clothing um, and then medical you know I was talking to a friend of mine that's a, a respiratory therapist and uh, works at you know small town hospital actually in in uh, Bisbee if you've ever been to Bisbee small town uh, more of a tourist trap and he goes you know we're running out of supplies you know not you know total life-saving supplies yet but he's like you know we can't we can't get the mask if we're doing surgeries or you know because they still got to wear masks it's not because of the fucking covid so like dentists and stuff still wear masks they can't get those they can't get the rubber tubing or the silicone tubing the gloves the latex gloves they just they, they can't get that shit they're running low on fucking band-aids and aspirins and stuff. So, you know, there's an industry there. You know, like I said to him, I go, you know, penicillin's been around, not penicillin, insulin's been around for a long time. And then every few years they re-up and change the, the patent and the formula so then they can continue to, you know, rape and pillage, you know, people that need uh, insulin. But the old recipe would work, too. You just can't use it because that would be a patent violation or something. But, you know, big fucking deal. Start making this shit. Come up with your own formula. It's not rocket science, you know, because they, they made that years ago. However long diabetes has been a thing, you know, hasn't been as prevalent as nowadays. But, you know, back in the early 1900s, you know, there were a few cases of it. So that's when it was invented. And And, and I don't... I don't know how you make it, but, you know, it's, it's not that complicated. You know, so you could, you could make medicines like that, you know, learn recipes for, you know, whatever they call that, you know, homeopathic shit, you know, put it in pills, you know, learn how to make aspirin, acetaminophen, you know, because if somebody makes it, then it's not impossible to, to make it, you know. The difference is they make it in massive, giant quantities, but that doesn't mean you would have to. You know, you're in a small town. You're not going to be connected to the global fucking market. So you don't need a big diaper factory. You don't need a big aspirin or insulin factory. You just need enough for your 20 customers. And, and, and then you make that and, and, and then you can live also. You know, in, in economy drops off the planet and it becomes barter or real small amounts you know the the vanderbilts and the rothschilds and these guys you know the 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 gettys the steel manufacturers and the oil producers 
you know, I don't know what a barrel of oil used to be back in, you know, in the 17, 18, 1900s, whenever they first, you know, fucking started pumping oil out of the ground. But it was, you know, what, maybe a dollar a barrel? And yet they were they were sucking that shit out of the ground and making fortune on it at a dollar a barrel. And all their people were working for maybe a dollar a day. And, and you know, $300, $400 a year was good money back then because you're, your electric bill was pennies or whatever. So whether you're making a million dollars an hour or a dollar a day, it was all relevant and and compared to the situation. You know, a doctor back in, even in the 20s, I think, was making $3,600 a year. That was a good doctor, you know. I mean, you know, they didn't have as much shit to do back then because we weren't as fucking sick every time somebody coughed we're like i gotta go to the doctor you know i got cancer you know back then they just pulled a bullet out of you and plug you up and we're gonna pour gunpowder in and light it on fire and go there should be all right if you died let me know i'll feel bad for you so these are industries that we really need to start thinking about now the reason i brought up the whole back to blue you know crap in the law enforcement, you see, we're we're now in a in a society that is run by bureaucrats and bureaucracies, and therefore, your rights have been stripped away. And and you know, I wrote an article in Substack. You know, I think it's Substack dot Mark or whatever the fuck it is. You know about why am I going to vote for these people that want to, you know, be the mayor or the city council when, over the last you know twenty years I've lived there. Nothing has changed because they don't change things. You know, they say they do shit all the time, but everything they do raises the cost of living there, just like in your town. Raises taxes. It's just another fucking nightmare. And then they pile on more bureaucracy and red tape. So they fuck them. What do they do? So if you're going to start building things and, and, you know, like find an old abandoned building and turn it into an an aspirin factory, let's say, or a diaper laundry, you know, then some dickweed bureaucrat's going to go, hey, uh, this isn't zoned for that. And then, you know, you're probably going to have to shoot the motherfucker. But, you know, if he want, you know, if, you, if you're if you a dick to him, then he's going to be a dick to you. And then the, the, who's going to show up to fucking pull you out of there? Because it's not your building. You're just trying to help the community. That Not that they give a fuck, you know. So... He's going to call a cop on you. The cop's going to take you to the judge. The judge is going to be a, a, you know, a yes man for the city or the bureaucracy, and you know, fine you and throw you in jail or whatever because you were trespassing in an abandoned factory that's been closed for like five thousand fucking years. But hey, you were going to, you know, help the family, and they go, well, we really appreciate you know you trying to help the community, but you're not licensed and bonded and insured, and you're like, dude take a look around the the world is gone all that world is gone it's like well we still think it's important and as long as we got law and order here we're going to enforce the rule of law you can't just be half-ass arbitrarily making aspirin and helping your neighbor who the fuck do you think you are so then you're back into this this thing and so when people like alex jones and mike adams and like roger stone um all of them, all, all of them, you know, these people that are talking all the time about it, they're like, 
we need to fight and we need to change this and we need to stop this deep state revolution. It's like, so you, you want to stop it. Not that they're going to go, Oh, we're sorry and change gears and, and back the fuck out of it. No, they're going to just go, Oh, okay. Well, you know, we made three steps forward. We'll take one back to shut you to fuck up for 10 years. And, and then we're going to be right at it again. So it's a, it's a, it's a fucking bandaid. It's a bandaid on a, on a wound that is hemorrhaging. And, and so I, I don't mean to be doom and gloom or a naysayer, but it's not going to happen. You can't stop it, change it, and fix it and rebuild America. It's a fucking pipe dream. I mean, there's probably out of a million scenarios that could happen, maybe one or two of them might work in a positive way but the rest of them are just a waste of fucking time and resources it's going to collapse just like rome did just like all the great empires did and you know rome never rebuilt it's yeah that's there it's rome it's the home of the vatican nothing going on there in rome doesn't rule the world england fell on its face because they're a bunch of british fuck-ups you know And, and so do they rule the world? Does the sun not set on English soil? Yeah, everywhere you look nowadays. So all it's going to do is get worse. The best thing that could happen would be a fucking EMP from God, you know, like a solar flare that would set everything back to zero. Because if Russia or China EMPs, we're standing around in the fucking dark while they're out stealing everything and you know, like kids in the candy store and the alarm is off and the lights are out and the police aren't showing up. So there has to be, you know, I know they call it the Great Reset. And, you know, and this is the bad guys that are doing the reset. But think about it. You know, there's not a politician among us. I mean, there's a handful, a fucking handful that have any sense. But most of them I talk to, they're talking about a constitutional convention to add term limits. Like, that's going to fix it. It's like your engine blew up, the rods flew out the fucking hood, and they're talking about changing a flat tire. It's like, give me a fucking break. So, the reality is, it has to fall apart. It has to collapse. And it will create a reset. It just won't be the one they think. But, you know... Maybe five, six billion people might die. They might initiate a real pandemic this time that does kill people. Not just, you know, in name only, but like really fucking kill people. You know, like Ebola or something. Or, you know, the monkeypox or M5 or whatever their newest strain of Marburg is or something like that. And I'm not saying that it doesn't kill people. COVID killed people. It just wasn't, you know, it was the cold. Okay. COVID spelt cold, C-O-L-D, you know. So it, it's, it could be something real. And you know what? With, you know, 6 billion people gone, 90% of America's population, I think my odds are pretty good at just being a happy motherfucker. You know, my friends are like, dude, you're a prepper. You're the prepper guy. You know, do you got you a, a, a compound? It's like, No. Because 90% of the real estate in America will be available shortly. You know, all I got to do is tough it out and not die and not get the monkey box. And, and it's mine. And if I'm dead, what the fuck I care? I'm dead, right? 
everything becomes irrelevant when you're dead. Your car payment, your insurance, your business meeting, your leaky roof, all that. So it's fucking irrelevant. But if I live or you live, then all you got to really worry about is the dumb motherfuckers running around that are still too stupid to realize that mathematically too many people have died. I think we're done killing people. But, you know, nine out of ten of your, your, your peeps dead. That's not to say that the, the, the 10% that lived are not just total fuck-ups. In fact, most of the assholes I've met in life that were drunken bumps that should have died of kidney failure or alcohol poisoning, they didn't. You know, they're the ones that lived a long time while all the good people I knew fucking died of shit. So you're still going to have to kill people. So eventually, you know, the people you do run into, you're still going to need to be really worried about it and, and, and not just go, hey, dude, human, wow, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing fine now that you walked into my life. I've been getting hungry. And they shoot you and cook you and eat you. Tall pork. So... It, it's gonna. There's gonna be a, a paradigm shift, and there will be a reset. It might not be, you know, the World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab's reset that he's thinking will be all cool, because, you know, they're they're fucking morons. They don't have a clue. They're just rich, and so they have their think tanks thinking about shit, and now they're all sold on how great this is going to be and how fucking wonderful and awesome it'll be, and the reality is. Um, all their bodyguards and shit, you know, once they realize, it's like, wow, fuck, everyone's dead, man. I'm above the law here. And here's this greasy old fucking man that should, like George Soros who looks like like Jabba the Hutt. You know, oh, fuck, I'll just shoot him. You know, fuck it. You know, half the, you know, the security crew are my guys. We just got a big castle. Kill him, we got his helicopters and we know everything about it and we don't really need this money. We know where the fuel is and the food is and the power centers are. So, fuck it. So, they'll die. You know, they'll die and there'll be some gratitude in that. So, to get back on point before I get to, you know, where I got to get the fuck out of here, go home. Um, you got to start thinking of, 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 you know, like look around. You know, don't just do your, your, your looking around for your, you know, your bug out location, all that, you know, are there, you know, pretty much inherently just old abandoned factories or buildings or structures that laundromats and stuff that might actually be worthwhile and, and keep an eye on it. You know, or if, if you enjoy and you know that you're going to enjoy working with fucking candles or fucking laundry service or, you know, making food or growing food or whatever it is, you know, if you're going to be a fucking farmer or a rancher, there's more to it than just what you learn. You, you're going to need seeds for hay, not GMO ones, you know, but seeds, seeds for food crops, um, oil, gas, things like that, you know, paraffin, um, band-aids, because you know, before you can start making things and doing things, you're going to need to uh, 
you know, have supplies and stuff like that. And so depending on what it is you're going to be doing, if you're going to be doing a laundry service, then you might want to start figuring out how they made, you know, baby diapers back in the day and how they were sewn and washed and laundered and learn how to make the soap, you know, and how to turn something into a a wash machine or a fucking hand thing or whatever and buy that stuff because it's going to get real. And it's going to get real, real quick here, you know, and, and I'm not one, you know, I've always believed that, you know, sure, all these people are talking out their ass and they've been doing that for 40, 50 years and it hasn't collapsed. But you know what? There's just too many indicators now that are going all in the you know wrong direction, whether it's economy or energy and, you know, liberty, freedom, Russia, China the world, Sri Lanka, everything is, is starting to disintegrate. And, and normally you'd sit there and go, wow, it really sucks for them, man. Things are fucked up. But then you got guys like, you know, creepy ass fucking George Soros and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates, you know, standing there like fucking Dr. Evil's in their, their cave, you know, Mwahaha. you know, we're going to, we're going to do this and that. And they, they're saying it with their out loud voice and they're planning for it. And, They've been talking about it for years. And to think they're not going to pull the trigger on this. I mean, how many times have you planned and planned and planned and planned? And finally, you get to a point where you're like, you know, next month, I'll be able to retire. But I need to pay off a few more bills. And so you work harder to do that. And and then the old, you know, the old fucking line. Well, I pulled the trigger on that. I'm retired. I'm done. I cashed out. Woohoo. You don't think them fuckers are ready to pull the trigger on this plan? I mean, they're all on the verge of fucking death, especially Soros, lizard-looking motherfucker. So there's just too many things out there to just write it off. Now, it could go south in a hundred different ways. And, 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 you know, that's what I've talked about and everybody else has talked about, being prepared and all that shit for the really fucked-up things. So there you have it. Um I'm going to go in and get my laptop out of the store and uh, get the fuck home. Anyway, I hope this helped. Uh, I haven't done a podcast in a while. I mean, I've done nine or ten of them. I just haven't published them. So I want to try to get this one published. So I'll talk to you all later. Love you. Hope this helped a little bit. Get you thinking. Get your thinking cap on. Because not only do you have to look at the world like we talked about, like I'm going to need coffee, so how do I have that? You're going to need something to do. And, you know, we talked about cottage industries and stuff like that. And that's lightweight shit that might keep you busy and doing good. But what about manufacturing? We don't manufacture anything in America. So it's, it's, it's a gold mine if someone can learn how to do it on a small scale. And, 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 and if the government that's still in existence doesn't fuck with you, you might have to shoot people. You might have to run for mayor. You might have to do something that's totally like the wild, wild west. But you know what? In the wild, wild west, things weren't that bad. There was less violence then than there is now. So you're going to need to get involved in so many levels. And you're really going to need to uh, level up You know your protection and everything like that. Because you're going to need to start a factory, whether you're making blue widgets or green widgets, to to take care of your community 
and, and to do that, all of a sudden, the way we used to be in America becomes very real because we had a rule of law and we had sheriffs and marshals because when you loaded up your wagon to go to market to sell your, your beef or your, your corn or your grain or your lard or what your, your fucking skins and all that, if you got robbed you know, and hijacked along the way, the sheriff would you know, put together a posse and go find them and hang them motherfuckers. So there were systems that worked. They were just really low tech, but better than the FBI anyway and law enforcement these days in Uvalde. So it's going to go to that level. And I'm not saying that was a bad level because I think living at peace and harmony in that way, knowing that you have good law enforcement and rule of law and all that and, and stuff to where you can be free to actually open an aspirin factory and not get harassed by red tape and union workers would be great. But you're going to need that sheriff. You're going to need that marshal. You're going to need that judge. You're going to need those kind of people that aren't fucking douchebags. And what happens when they become douchebags? Uh, Watch Open Range with Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall because... You know, they were just minding their own business, free grazing through to the to the cattle auction or whatever. And shit happened and they had to get together and they had to kill a bunch of motherfuckers. And come to find out, the whole town was kind of glad about that. So it wasn't like call 911 and then sit back and wait for the court system to figure it out. People just shot people and we're going to be there. So you want to be on the right side of that just like Robert Duvall and Kevin Costner actually were in the movie, even though they looked like the bad guys, they were actually the good guys. So anyway, that's uh, my homework. Uh, Watch that movie, watch it for what it's about, not just the the movie, but the reality of how things really were back then and how that really wasn't that bad. In fact, they were being harassed by some dumb fucking ranch owner instead of a bunch of goddamn bureaucrats. So you take care. I love you. Have a great one. Bye. Until next time. Bye. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space. And we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no further. That's just my game.